0: Chris hope you're doing well and welcome back to Popcorn Finance where we discuss finance and about the time it takes to make a bag of popcorn. Today, we're picking up with part two of my conversation with the hosts of the My Biz Bestie podcast, Amber Hawley and Melissa Hall. And in part one, we started our conversation about the way our personality types and more specifically, our Myers-Briggs type indicator, um, how that relates to the way we deal with money. You know, on the episode, I shared that I am an INFP and Amber and Melissa are both ENFP. So we're really similar. Just I'm an introvert. They're extroverts. Go check out part one. We'll talk about that a little bit more. But I, I really love the response I've been getting from you all so far in this episode. I've already got a ton of you reaching out to me and telling me what your personality type is. I had a great conversation with Holly over on Twitter, and she said that she is an ESFJ, and her husband is an ISTP. Allison from Inspire Budgets, a former guest on the show, uh, she said that she is an ESFJ. And my good friend Liz reached out and she said that she didn't remember what her personality type was. And that's okay. I probably wouldn't have remembered mine if I wouldn't have uh, taken the screenshot of it because I knew I was going to be talking about it on this podcast. My brother, he said that he is a campaigner, uh, which I had to look that up and that's an ENFP. I guess that's a um, a lot of these uh, personality types, Myers-Briggs types. They have like a, like a title that goes along with it. So I guess campaigner is what goes along with an ENFP. Uh, Bethany Bayless, who you've heard recently on the podcast, she is an ESFJ. L said that she is an INFP. I know I liked her. You've, you've heard her. She's a former guest as well. I know I liked her for some reason. It's, it's because our personalities are exactly alike, I guess. <laughs> uh, at Winning to Wealth said that he is an INTP. At Frugal Convert is an ENFJ. And at the Finance firm, she is an ISTJ. So it's really cool seeing all these varying personality types. And, you know, as I, I look at what they're saying and I think about um, the people that I've met before, and you kind of can see the, the different traits that pop up in these personality types. So make sure you check out part one of this episode. It'll give you a little more background on the Myers-Briggs Type Indicator and probably help all these random letters I'm throwing out there make a lot more sense Uh, Amber and Melissa do a great job explaining it on their podcast as well. So if you go to the show notes, I have a link to episode eight of the My Biz Bestie podcast, where they go over the whole Myers-Briggs type indicator in in really great detail. And it it made it so much clearer for me hearing them explain it. So I'm not going to mess it up and try to explain it myself. So for the rest of you listening, let me know, what is your personality type? What is your Myers-Briggs type indicator? You can send me a message on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. You can email it to me, questions at popcornfinance, whatever works for you. Love to hear from you. Let me know what your personality type is. So without further ado, let's jump into part two of my conversation with my biz besties, Melissa and Amber.
1: Yeah, and it's funny cuz like I like we're both ENFPs, right? And I do like having the budgeting thing, but I'm not as much of a spender, I would say, but compared to my husband, it's like ooh, majorly different. But also, I, I will be more flexible with things. It's kind of like, oh, well, yeah, but we have the budget, but that's just our framework, right? Like, yeah. that is truly how I view it. Like, <laughs> it's a really strict budget, and that means it's a framework. It's a So suggestion. that means, like, yeah. we can take from this little section and, mo- and then move it over here. Like, it's all the same thing. And to my husband, that's like, N- well, a little bit, maybe, but no, then that means the budget is wrong, mm. right? You know, because we're not planning correctly if
2: we're always changing
1: it. Which I can see makes sense, but yeah. it's just a very different way to view it.
2: Essentially, Dave Ramsey is a J. Let me just put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> he is a ma- He is like hardcore J. <laughs> he's
0: just Jing it up all oh, over he's the internet. J'ing <laughs> <him>. <laughs> he is. <laughs> so, so for those people who who kind of listen to this and they're like, okay, I think I'm a P. I think I'm a J. and They kind of filling out where they are. Do you have any suggestions or like? what should someone do if they are like, you know, I feel like I'm real far on one side and I, I want to make a change. Like, I mean, should they feel like they need to make a change? Wait, what no, what do you think? I,
2: I think it's acceptance. Like that's that I would recommend taking the test and finding out because I think when you read it, it's, you realize like, this is who I am. So it's, you know, it's easier to ride a horse in the direction it's already going. So sometimes it's just making, you know, giving acceptance to that. But if there's something that's causing you distress, like behaviorally, like, perhaps going out and finding shiny objects at the, at the mall, like maybe you can make a behavioral change and, but at the same time, like personality is pretty like that continues, but it makes it harder to make those changes, but absolutely anyone can make behavior changes.
1: Yeah. And I think it also like, I think it makes a big impact in thinking about how you divide up tasks at home. If you're a couple, um, especially, you know, if you're a couple living together and then also how you're happy with your job. Whether you have your own business or whether you work at a job, you think about like if you're a P and you're an accountant, how do those things match together? Well, they could match together Mm. well, but I think it depends on what type of place you work. Right. Uh, And how much flexibility is there? And do you feel like you have, I don't know, like some autonomy. Autonomy. Yeah. (laughs) And then in your relationship, it's like, well, maybe this person is really good at this. So accept that. And maybe, you know, you can div- divvy up tasks in that way. It doesn't mean that you use it as a, um, a way to shirk off responsibility, mm. but why not play to one another's strengths? There's a, there can be a huge benefit to having two people that are very different in that way. But you, that's where Amber being a marriage therapist <laughs> comes in because. To do that, you really have to
2: get good at communicating with one another. Mm. Yeah, and I think that's the key. Because I swear, people always find their opposite. It's like I always find the health food person and the junk food addict marry each other. (laughs) I'm like, did you not date? (laughs) (laughs)
0: Yeah, and and that's definitely true. Because for me and my wife, that's like our our thing. I'm a little more go with the flow. And then she's a little more, you know on it like this is what she has expectations and this is what you know if it's not out if it's outside of that then it's like hey yeah. this is i not call it
2: structured because it's a nicer way of saying you know instead of like anal or <laughs> <laughs> you see i didn't say that know uh, because you're a smart man he's a happily married man right there but i yeah structured versus flexible i guess mm. is what we
0: would say
1: oh, <laughs> yeah and i think and i think the key there is also whether it's at work or in your relationship recognizing that because you're significant other might be different than you or your boss might be different than you like seeing the value in that too mm. you, you know enjoy your own strengths but then see the value of the people who balance you out
2: yeah and I will say my experience is the J's tend to feel like their ways the right way and that the P needs to get on board but I'm gonna disagree because I, <laughs> I do think we offer a value and growth in each other in that balance but yeah it's all about how do you communicate and as long as you understand different is not bad Mm. it's just different.
0: (laughs) i like that because i know for me that's sometimes hard because it's like i i feel Mm. like you know i I think this is the right way i think this is the way (laughs) the way we should do things and and it's just because i get stuck in you know i understand things a certain way and i think that's you know okay this makes sense but some other way maybe it's like it's so foreign I don't, I can't follow along with it. So. Well, of
2: course, and it's your perspective. So the way that you view the world is the way that you interpret it as correct. So we all think we have the right way, mm. but it's understanding. It's just our perspective and we're looking through a certain lens and our personality is that lens, right? Mm. Our life experience and our personality. So. We always, I mean, I always feel I'm right, but <laughs> <laughs> I don't know it's true, but, <laughs> but when you realize, no, it's just, that's my perspective and the truth is somewhere in the middle. I think that's when people can be open to that communication and having a more collaborative, you know, dialogue and, and way of figuring things out.
0: And that makes sense too, because with me and my wife for our finances, it was, I think it was a struggle because we didn't really communicate. We didn't know how to communicate. I know, for me, I have a difficult time, like, communicating how I feel about the situation. So I think that just made me not want to communicate at all. So we would always constantly miss each other when it came to budgeting. And combine that with the fact that I I think I'm right, (laughs) it caused a lot of tension. And it's, like, hard to, to, I think, to become, to go back and forth between being flexible and strict. It's kind of like, you know. I don't know. I, I, I hope that's making sense. Like yeah. How, and so for people, either if they're you know on their own trying to figure out how they should be dealing with money, if they're on either side of the spectrum, I guess you can say, or for couples, do you have any recommendations for, I guess, either communicating with each other when it comes to talking about money or, I guess, communicating with yourself to kind of get yourself going? I don't, I don't know. Starting that dialogue with yourself or with the other person.
1: Well, I can say my husband and I, when, even though I had taken the Myers-Briggs and knew my personality Uh, it was a few years ago that we both took it and then both read one another's Mm. um, descriptions and that was hugely impactful for both of us because we were both like oh oh okay it takes the um, thinking that the other person is doing something to you on purpose out of it and say oh that's why they're doing this and I we both felt like we understood one another so much better So just having that connect, I feel like that was the first step. Like we needed that first and then we could talk about things and have that new lens
0: when we
2: were talking to one another
0: that's a great point.
2: Yeah. And that's why when I work with couples, I will almost always recommend that they take that test and then send me the results so we can talk about it. But when people read each other's profiles, then it's like, Oh yeah, like you said, it's, it takes away like, Oh, there's this malice in everything they're doing. And they're intentionally trying to piss me off. And it's like, no, they're, they're just coming from this mindset. And so I think I really recommend whether you're in a couple or not to take that test because the more you know yourself and you can have acceptance, then it's like you can make changes based on behaviors you don't like or maybe like you're not living up to. But sometimes it's like, hey, this is who I am, so I'm going to I'm going to make this work for me and it, you stop beating yourself up. Mm. And so th- so many of and, and money is an emotional thing, right? Yeah, like it it's is. not as much as people, much as the J's like to say it's logic based, it's very <laughs> emotional. And so, you know, knowing that like Okay, I am gonna, you know, take in all this information and understand myself better because when I stop beating myself up, then I'm gonna stop being defensive, and it's easier to communicate when I'm not in a defensive space.
0: No, oh, that's true. That's a, that's a great point. I like that. Two very insightful responses there. And you know, for me and my wife, we both took the test, but we didn't take it together, and I don't think we read each other's results. And so we may have understood what each other like. What you're, I'm, I don't know, I know what I'm feeling. She knows right. what she's feeling, but. I never even thought that we probably should. I guess look at each other's and then, <laughs> and, then yeah. and then actually record it, because um, you know I don't know. It's you. you I, I just completely skipped that part. So that's a great advice. So thank you. I appreciate that.
2: Yes, definitely uh, do that because I think that could be really eye-opening.
0: Well, thank you both of you for coming here and breaking this down because I know I'm definitely not an expert on on, on anything personality-wise, relationship-wise. So I appreciate the help and you kind of giving us some good examples i think there's some some good information that people can take and implement and definitely go take the test and understand yourself and your spouse if you if you're married or in a relationship and working with your money together so i definitely appreciate it before we go I already want to make sure everyone listens to your podcast, but is there anything you'd like to share with us that's going on? Anything, anything new, anything exciting?
1: Well, yeah, we do have a retreat coming up.
0: Oh, us more.
1: We are doing a get stuff done (laughs) retreat. It is for women only because we'll all be in a house together. And the point is, if you're an entrepreneur, Uh, have a side hustle. If you have a business where you want to be able to get away and focus and not have to worry about anything else that you typically worry about and get one big task done, this is the place to do it because everything will Mm -hmm. be taken care of for you. All you have to do is show up and work on your business
2: in a beautiful house in La Jolla, just steps from the beach and gourmet food and drink and everything just pampered. So even if it's your full-time business, like we do, we escape our full-time business too. So definitely head on over to mybizbestie.com to get the information about the retreat or to check out the full Myers-Briggs episode which is episode 2008, or I mean, eight, 2008. Oh I just upped our podcasting game right wow, there. you've been doing this for a very long time. I'm an OG. Uh,
0: so what, what is the link again?
2: <laughs> episode eight, I'm so sorry. You're going to put it in the show notes, right, my, okay. my friend?
0: I, I will put a link to, them, to the Myers-Briggs eight. episode, episode not 2008, episode eight, as well as a link to your uh, the GSD retreat that you're doing awesome. and if that sounds familiar you might have heard uh, a little promo for, for for the retreat on an episode in the past so that's why I put it there because I really like both of you yeah. and I think you do an amazing job and I've already learned a lot from both of you just from meeting you and hanging out before I know we
2: adore you we adore your podcast we say Chris is our our best biz bro that we have yes <laughs> we adore him we love Chris
0: I'm happy to be adopted in thank you
2: <laughs> <laughs> and I'm pretty sure I don't know this this was at least a five beggar I'm just saying at least if not more <laughs> so I know you're trying
0: to go for the record so we were we were <laughs> this, this
2: is, is the bonus episode the biggest biggest episode
0: <laughs> <laughs> I think you can get you can have the record thing for the long, <laughs> longest episode <laughs> well, thank you to both of you I appreciate you being here thank you for having yeah, us yeah thank you anytime big thanks again to Amber and Melissa for joining me on the show it, it's always so much fun getting to talk with them, especially in person. They're they're two extremely fun and funny people. And we actually got to record this episode together in person while we were all attending Podcast Movement, which is a conference for podcasters that was in Philadelphia earlier this year. So, the GSD weekend getaway that they mentioned that happened in July, it's actually already passed. And I heard that it went really well. So, if you want more information about the next time they're going to be holding one of these weekend getaways, or you just want to hear more from them, go check out their podcast, My Biz Bestie, or you can just go to mybizbestie.com. And I'll put a link to everything we talked about today and where you can find their podcast in the show notes Just go to popcornfinance.com 86 and before we get out of here We're just gonna take a quick trip over to my pop corner and we're gonna read a review uh, That I got from D Woody 22 and he said awesome financial content. This podcast has a ton of useful information Chris does a great job of simplifying what can be a confusing topic this is one podcast you have to have in your library. So went double-checked, and I did get a message from D. Woody. His actual name is Dan. So, Dan, thank you so much for sending that review, and I really appreciate those kind words. And for any of you who are enjoying the show, you know, if you have a minute, if you have, if you have 30 seconds, pull out your phone, head over to Apple Podcasts if you're using an Apple device, and leave the show a review if you're enjoying it. I really appreciate it. I, I love the feedback, and it's always great to hear from you. Sometimes I'm sitting here on the mic by myself. Sometimes I'm at my desk. Sometimes I'm in a car like I am right now (laughs) recording the outro to this podcast. And you know, sometimes I don't know if you're all enjoying the show, what you think. So getting to hear feedback like this is really great. It's really meaningful. I really appreciate it. So if you have some time, leave popcorn finance a review. I really appreciate it. And you know what? I appreciate all of you for coming back here and joining me for another bag of popcorn. I hope you have an amazing rest of your week and I'll talk to you soon. Your
2: boy keep it poppin' like Mary Poppins.